Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. Mary Radzinski. It's Wednesday night. We're back here. We're talking about our favorite shit show, train wreck, awesome show. I mean, it's a combination of things. It's all the things. Married it's, at First Sight. It's all the things within one episode, usually, which is just, you know, there's it keeps you keeps you on your toes. Just <laughs> when you think you're about to brown out from wine or personal embarrassment, <laughs> something happens and it reels you right back in, which is nice. <laughs> That's really true. Very reeled. Uh, I can't wait to talk about this episode. There was some good stuff happening. We're obviously about to hop into it. If you are following us on social media, thank you. If you're not, you should be. We have Are You My Podcast on Instagram. We have Are You My Podcast Podcasters, the Facebook group, which you just search for that, ask to join, answer a couple questions. You're in, probably. Um, <laughs> we have fun. And don't forget that we go over to Patreon when we're done here. So it's $7 a month, and what you get there is exclusive Married at First Sight content. When we're done talking here, we keep going over there for another half hour or so. And then every Sunday, you also get an episode that is not Married at First Sight related. It's just a fun, uh, mind-cleansing episode to start your week. So join us there if you can to give us some support and rate, review, and subscribe, because that's nice, too. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the Atta girls and the, the the five stars. And if you've yet to, there's still time. Head on yeah. over. Head you right on over. Just yeah. a little click, little nice thing. You we know. know you're on your phone, so you might as yeah. well go over there. Um, I do have some shows coming up at the end of the month in Batavia, Illinois, March 23rd through 25th at the Comedy Vault. Uh, those dates and everything's on sarahcolona.com. And I believe, Mary, you're performing that same weekend, correct? Elsewhere? Yes, I am. I will be in Milwaukee. And uh, that is in Wisconsin. Mark just <laughs> reminded me that. Um, yeah, I'll be opening for a very funny comedian, uh, a friend of mine, Shane Gillis. And that is also the 23rd through the 25th, I believe. And uh, so, yeah, we'll be telling cracking some jokes that weekend. Yes. Spread out all over the country. I'll tell you, the rumpers come out. The rumpers come out in full force. If you don't know what that is, it's are you my podcast? Get it rumpers. We, we, you know, sometimes people go, what does that mean? And then I tell you, yeah. um, they I come think out I might have said that early on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It took me, but every once in a while, but it is one of the best acronyms. But yes, uh, I didn't mean to step on your words there. They do come out in full force and they're super supportive and I love nothing more. Yeah, I saw a ton identifies. of them. <laughs> yeah, I saw a ton of them last weekend in Arkansas. So uh, thank you guys for coming out. And we will see you, obviously, in Batavia and Milwaukee. Um, let's just jump into our oh, let's. I just let's, if if you can't see me, which you can't it's just me plugging my nose. That's how I used to jump into the pool as a youth. <laughs> let's just jump right in. Who okay. do you want I'm I'm gonna say Jasmine and Eris. What do you think? Okay, sure. Let's talk about Jasmine and Eris because I had so much uncomfortableness. Yeah. Well, during gameplay. Um 
I was uncomfortable a few times this episode. It Jasmine and Eris playing Never Have I Ever. Yeah. And Nicole and Chris getting massages from <gasps> while the mis- and like the masseuse kept asking them a lot of questions about marriage. Is, is marriage hard? Is it hard? Well, they were rubbing them. And I just got, re- I was like, it was like the beginning of a porn and I got upset, but it's okay. <laughs> that is funny you say that. I got upset for other reasons during the massage, which we will talk about. Um, let's, yeah, let's start with Jasmine and Eris. He's, he, he had some COVID, yeah. which happens. Uh, he seemed to not feel too bad, got out of it. There was a, I don't understand really why this song took place right before they started talking about them, but it was another, this seems to be a theme for Nashville. They play like, a, you remember the theme from True Blood? I talked about this before. It kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah. And this one was, Lord, take my hand, save me from the gallows. <laughs> save me from the gallows. And I don't know if the gallows were, were oh. supposed to be COVID, you know? Oh, God, I love when you put some soul in with it. Take me from the gallows. Oh, it had uh. it had so much soul. I couldn't stop feeling it. I I felt the whole thing. Um, uh, that yeah, that's pretty amazing. I I didn't notice the song, but again, I sort of allow myself that to the to not necessarily pay as much attention because I know you're not going to let me down, and I like your <laughs> versions better. Um, did you note though, like why why did he have to rate her seven <sighs> out of ten for fucking uh her role as a caregiver while he has COVID? Like these these number, these numeric assignments, uh, these values that are given. If anybody, I mean, I would be a C minus maybe C student if everything I fucking did, somebody gave me a number, probably a D, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. I know. And I, I I know it must be production asking them if you had to rate, because I, I can't imagine anyone else just saying this on their own all the time as much as these people do this season. And I swear to God, just like with the songs, I'm starting to feel trolled. I feel trolled by the songs, yeah. by production. And mm-hmm. now I feel trolled by the rating thing because it makes us mad. And now I think they do it on purpose just to get to us, which makes me think I'm way more important than I am. But it's what I've decided. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. I sort of, I'm, I'm, it's the only way to not get sort of irate about it is to think, oh, they're doing it again. They know this makes my blood boil. I, I, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. I, if I make dinner one night, oh, I give that a 6.5. I would be in jail. I would be I in know. jail. And also, she made him some vegetable soup. That's already a 10 in my book. I don't know. Yeah. What she was supposed to do to make him, I guess she was supposed to save him from the gallows. Uh, and then <laughs> and then it would have been a 10. But yeah. I don't well, uh you know, he the nice thing was he he did something nice. He's not a, a pet or dog person, yet he they made it very clear that it was his idea to uh volunteer to take Duchess to the pet spa for a bath. Which pet spa, I, I don't know, it was just a big tub where you could get to the dog and it had a hose. I mean, it didn't look like Duchess was getting a massage or anything. But um, yeah, he wanted to reciprocate his support that Jasmine gave him with the vegetable soup. And she 
in turn gave him a 6.5 in his dog bathing skills. Oh, yeah. She did give him a 6.5 mm-hmm. in his dog bathing. Yeah. I give her a zero uh, out of 10 on the breeding, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. I don't like the dog well, subject in case anyone hasn't noticed this season because it just reminds me that she breeds dogs and animals are dying in shelters, but it's okay. Um, yeah. She does true. seem to love her Duchess. Duchess is a, is a sweet dog who got a bath, a yeah. 6.5. She probably heard that she got a seven for caring for him. So she was like, well, I'm giving him lower than that at least because I'm not going to give him a 10 well, if he rated me a seven. You know, I'll be honest. I'm going to give them both a 12 for being fucking annoying with this shit. Well, okay. Their conversation, it's so weird, this couple, because other than my obvious issue about the dog thing, I I like Jasmine a lot. You know, she is, she clearly is a a, a sweet girl um, and clearly is is getting very frustrated who could blame her for not being having the physical attraction reciprocated blah 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 right i mean you can't blame her for for not feeling good during all of this right but the just I almost want her to tell him to fuck off. I, do, I, I And I actually like him. He's really grown on me. I think he's a nice guy who's in his own head. We heard him talk about it a bit this episode, which gave a little insight um, about the fact that he had gotten too close to someone and it hurt too much and he doesn't want that to happen. And he's he even said, he's, he said, the male ego is so fragile. I basically spent a decade with my guard up once I got hurt. So we see where... We know it's a him problem. We know it's not right. that Jasmine isn't gorgeous and that he doesn't see all the potential that there is with her and all these things. So at some points when she's got, I can tell she's hurt and annoyed with him. I almost want her to go off on him, but I don't know that that's the answer either. It's just what I want to happen for me personally. I, well, I'm right there with you. And I also, I almost feel like if she did go off, it would probably make his dick flick. Like it would turn him on a little <laughs> bit because he'd be like, what? Because it's not not only the thing that annoys me is it's not only that he's not reciprocating the attraction her, but he's telling everybody, well, oh, my wife, she basically she's, you know, I got to get her to climb off me every day. Like that's the part that would make me lose my mind. Like it's one thing. Okay. You're not feeling it, but you don't have to tell everybody that I'm, you know, I dripping around the apartment here trying to get you to, you know, put it in and you have no interest at all. That's what I don't like either. And I think if she finally said to him, you know what? Originally, yeah, I wanted to see what it would, what it would, what you, I wanted to wear you. Okay. I wanted to see what it would feel like. But right now, I'm done and you're grossing me out and you're all talk. And I bet you then he'd probably pounce on her. You're probably right. Because I, I, that's all I could think about when they were playing Never Have I Ever. And he was talking about how sexual he is and he was talking about uh, all the things he's done and, calling her boring because she's hasn't kissed a girl and hasn't had orgies, which I, that's not boring. That's just what she hasn't done. And that's okay. Right. I haven't done either right. of those things either. Um, right. And I'm really not boring. Okay. 
Just want everyone to know that. No, you're not boring. And the the only and I was like, yeah, same here. Haven't done those things either. But you didn't bring up that she's never had a one night stand. We'll just let that one roll because I know both <laughs> you and I would. We, you know, you just brought up the orgies and the Drink. kissing a girl. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Finish your beer anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and to and called her boring. I know that it's also his sense of humor. I do. So when he called her boring because she's never cheated on anyone, which is a I I know it's he's got this dry sense of humor that I actually appreciate, um, yeah. but in the in in the moments and in the times when they're talking about these sexual things and he's talking about how crazy sexual blah, it's only making it's only highlighting the fact that you don't want to do any of this stuff with her. It's only making her feel worse. It's right, it's right, terrible. I hate watching it, and I you can tell that she's just. I mean, she even just was, she goes, I'm just drinking because I have to, to get through this game basically at this point. Yeah. Now she's been a sport, man. I'll tell you what, because I would be, it would have been the first little joke or the first time he, he in front of me, like I wasn't there told somebody, whether it's an expert or a, a peer doing the experiment that, yeah, my wife's really into me and I'm not into her. I mean, one time I would have given him one time. The one thing I want to say about them, and we can move on because I don't think there was a whole lot else. Really, no, that was kind of it. Um, yeah. Was one thing I started just, it was like a thematic thing tonight that I noticed that I want to give them a little props for. They actually, you mentioned his sense of humor. They actually laugh. Okay. There have been a couple times when he said, they kind of like, they, they cut up a little. They have sort of, they make each other laugh back and forth. And that is one thing that I don't know if we can really say for any of the other couples. And I'm going to bring it up again later because it literally makes my skin crawl to think that people are so serious all the time. But I do like <laughs> that they laugh with each other. They do. And she was laughing even when he said about, oh, he'd been hurt. And he goes, I don't want to end up being hurt again and eating ice cream and listening to R&B music in my bedroom. And, and yeah, she was laughing yeah. at his way of describing the pain that so it was it was she definitely finds him entertaining which is attractive by the way right right. people when people find someone funny that's an attraction thing um i'm gonna go ahead and guess that it's kirsten and Shaq that you're talking about that are too serious or also nicole and chris yeah or yep uh, ding 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 yeah ding 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 Mm -hmm. yeah which let's start with kirsten and Shaq because um there was a lot this episode and then we saw an after party, how emotional she got. And that told me a lot Mm -hmm. because she, it's not just him talking about guard up and guard up and her talking about it and this and that. But then when you see the reaction that she had, when she had to start kind of discussing why she feels that she has to keep this, brave face and she just wants to be a role model and she just wants to do this and that. And Keisha yeah. saying it's that's part of being a role model is being you and being who you are and and letting all, all the things out. And the fact that she got that upset, I, it, it, it informed me so much more about her. Yes. This isn't, this is hard for her. 
it like hurt me. And then it made me feel shitty about what I thought about her before a little bit. Not shitty, but just I feel like she may be very misunderstood. And it, she reminded me very much of a friend I, that I had, one of my closest friends growing up, who if you didn't know her really well, you might think that she was just no salt, no pepper. But she re- which is what I think of of Kirsten. But she really just didn't have a natural way of communicating some of the things she was feeling. You know what I mean? And it went way back and it it really struck me on after party. I was like, oh, like she's struggling. Like she's not just be she's not just being, you know, um, sort of standoffish or whatever, just isn't opening up. She's literally struggling. That scene when he's like, well, no, you tell me now something I don't know about you. And she just is sitting there. I mean, and she just can't. She can't reach in anywhere and find anything or isn't able to. No. And that scene was making my head one explode when I watched it. And I can only imagine that Shaq felt the same way. Shaq felt the same way because she's... She's saying you. there's so much more to know about me. And then when he says, well, what? She just shuts down. She can't do it. And no. I found it so, I, was, I thought, God, this must be so frustrating. But then when I saw how she acted on After Party about it, you realize, like you said, that it's so much deeper. And, yeah. and I think the hard thing is, so they opened the episode with them. She was talking to her friend on the phone and that she hates his work schedule. She was blushing talking about him. She was giggling talking about him, about living with him. But she kept saying she needs more time with him to get to know him. And I'm not needy, but this is the beginning and we need this time together. And he's gone all the time, which I agree with. This is a very fast forward process. So they definitely need time together to find out. And, And I think that's part of the confusing message for Shaq is you want to spend more time with me, but when we talk, you can't open up to me. And I think after seeing that on After Party, I I thought, oh, this is, she's sort of, (laughs) it's not his fault that he can't read her mind by any means, but she's basically screaming, I need more time with you because it's going to take that for me to get all of this down. And I'm not going to be able to do it in a, if I'm not spending more. So she wants to spend more time so she can eventually finally say the things that she couldn't say while they were having a nice foot bath in the apartment. But I I get how frustrating that must be for him, but then I see how hard it must be for her. And I don't, I just want to sit down with the two well, of them. Yeah. I mean, Sarah, I, I, I want to, to, I think maybe that's the answer is just the four of us, me and you and <laughs> Shaq and Kirsten, maybe go to, I don't know. Happy hour. Applebee- I'm going to say Applebee's is. Yeah. Happy Applebee's hour. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's my favorite place. Um, <laughs> But uh, I just the whole I feel, I feel like I just want to take her and I I, I want to go to a house in the mountains for the weekend and just fucking figure it out. You know, like I, I want to shake her. I want to. And then there's part of me. Then she's talking about her boyfriend she, that she was in love. She had a boyfriend of four years. Well, did they kiss? Did he know anything about you? Like if I was Shaq, I'd be like, all right, well, you know. What, what, how is that different? Did he have hair? What's the fucking problem here? You know, <laughs> I know because she, you could tell that she's, 
attracted to him now. And she even says it in this. She talks about how he's attractive and strives for excellence and it looks good on him. And that was after I think she probably didn't feel great when he told her that he has a lot of insecurities and part of them were going bald earlier in life than he thought he should. And that probably made her feel like, oh God, I've talked about this bald things so much. And here I find out it was a big insecurity of his, but she handled it very well by just saying, I find you so attractive. And, um, but yeah, cabin in the woods, couple Mm -hmm. bottles of tequila. Let's sit down. Yeah, we could, well, I'll make a playlist. I'm not kidding. I think we could, we could bang this out two days max. No problem. (laughs) Don't bring any plants to that house because she's scared of them. Oh, she, turns out yeah. that she's a little scared of plants. <laughs> plants can be intimidating. I mean, I'll tell. I can't imagine a fresher hell than walking around a nursery with her and Shaq trying to pick out a fucking plant. I I wanted. I I just I don't know. I wanted him to leave with nothing. I wanted him to go to the goldfish store. I was so <laughs> over that. I couldn't. It was a lot. Yeah, and it's not just them. Uh, anyone, if True. I had to watch yeah. that, it was it might have been worse than having to watch Sasha and Nate go around Home Depot last year or whatever that was oh. they did. Um, when Home when what? Home Depot <laughs> took a a dip in profit because they made that that scene made it seem like such an unenjoyable experience. <laughs> I truly after during the greenhouse episode where they were looking for I mean scene when they were looking for a plant Shaq and Kirsten all I could think was I'd rather sit and watch a plant grow than watch this (laughs) I would I honestly yeah would rather strip a plant leaf by leaf and 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 then I don't know just walk it to the trash than that it was they got enough of the activities guys go to a bar we're we're gonna move this timeline so much more quickly if we all of these activities are just sitting at a bar and having a cocktail and talking. Well, he likes this activity because he likes plants and they represent him glow, growing them growing as a couple, yeah. which I and I understand that people talk like that. I just don't. So mm-hmm. um, it's always a little mm-hmm. tough one for me not to kind of want to make fun of. But Shaq mm-hmm. is this. I I want to. I want to hug them both. I I, yeah. I quite like them both. I think they're both, not that I don't dislike anyone, but you know what I mean? I'm just very endeared you know, to both of them, but I want, to, I want well, them to work it out. I do too. And I don't know if you feel the same way as, as I do, but like, I like them both. But the reason I wouldn't want to spend time with either one of them is because it would only take them about five minutes for them to decide that I was like a crude, nasty lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I was like, I would like tarnish their Christian. Like they would just be like, oh, she's got the devil inside her or something. I feel like I feel like they're nice. They're too nice of people for me They're, You know what I mean? You don't. Yeah. You don't. You think that they might take issue with some things that comes yeah. flying out of your mouth after a couple fireballs. Sure. Let, no. Yeah. Let's I, just, I get that. Let's just say you and I don't have a group of young minds to shape mentees that are coming over to our living room like sweet sweet boys or girls big men or women because we're we're proper role models let's just say that you don't know what i do in my off time well 
Yes, you yeah, do, I actually. Do. Never mind. I actually know a lot. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, we could have been, but I think that time has passed. I will say I loved how she was just glowing when those when those guys showed up, his mentees, and she had made cookies and she was so warm and engaging with them. I thought it was so natural for her. It was. It was. And that was a moment that I could tell how much she respects Shaq and but obviously is frustrated that he's a little working a little too much during this time when they should need to be getting to know each other, but it doesn't seem like he can do much about that. And, but then to see how supportive she was when they came over and she just want, she does seem to really light up around him and smile a lot. And, and it is, it's interesting because we do refer, we, we talk about this a couple of times over the, season so far that she was the one at first that was basically saying, Dr. Pepper, if you don't give me someone with eight to 10 mm. inches, I'm out. Um, <laughs> so I, I want, I want someone with a, with a dick, like a snowstorm in Buffalo. <laughs> I want eight to 10 or I'm not, I'm not leaving the house. Something like that. <laughs> well, I never heard it. I've never heard it compared to a snowstorm in Buffalo and I'm never going to unhear that and I'm never going to be able to think of anything but Dick when I see weather news from Buffalo and that's going to be a problem for everybody. Um, You're welcome. Well, I will say what we learned tonight on After Party helped clear that up for me. It was confusing that she was so open with the girls and laughing and talking about all this stuff and sex and this and that, and then so much more guarded with Shaq. But when we saw how she talked on After Party about how hard that is for her, it made more sense. It gave me some closure. And really, that's what this is about at this point. (laughs) I was going to say, Sarah's ready for decision day, everyone. We, uh, (laughs) she got those, she, she got the answer she was looking for. No, I I felt completely um I felt very different about her too. I felt like I understood her a little more. I almost then became protective of of her from myself, from my previous thoughts about her. I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think it was very telling the way that she oh, you know, was so upset." Oh, especially after seeing that foot bath conversation that was making everyone frustrated yeah. and and then, oh, oh, and the way they ended that, your silence oh, no. is the loudest thing. Say something. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. It was. It kind of reminded me of what is that song? Is it Sam Smith? I'm so bad at this. Anyway, it reminded me of a song, but it was obviously not that. But it was. Um, God, why can't I think of the song? It reminded me of. <sighs> it's okay. So saying- it's okay. I'll think of it. You'll think of it as soon as we're done recording. But you're saying this song reminded you so much of it. This song was maybe like the dollar store version of that song. It was the dollar store version of that song. Or maybe it was that song. No, it wasn't. But it was close. And I really, I I haven't been able to get get it out of my head. I basically couldn't wait to talk about them just so I could sing it to you. (laughs) Your silence is the loudest thing. Say something. (laughs) Um. Just a, By the just way, a heart if, wrencher. Nobody could see you, but when you say say something, your shoulders go up. It is very adorable. Well, that's how it, how it helps me reach the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you yeah. took it. You took it somewhere. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Since they didn't do well in the, in the um, foot bath on opening up, 
And I don't mm-hmm. want them to play Never Have I Ever because I think it might be either boring or she'd just scream, Never Have I Ever Had a Dick Less Than 47 Inches. Um, <laughs> I think that we have a game that they could play. Oh, yeah, you do. We do. Speaking of games, Mary, I know that it's important for us to keep our minds sharp, especially since we watch hours and hours of reality television that may soften, soften, (laughs) soften the brain. See, it's already happening. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, that, this is why I am obsessed with word collect. It's so much fun. It really, I'm, I I might be too addicted, but that's okay. It's like a, it's a word puzzle app and it's completely free. Big fan of that. Well, and I know you're addicted because I'm addicted and it's, Honestly, one of the best ways to keep your mind sharp and it helps to grow your vocabulary. Kuda, that's for this is meant for us. Also, <laughs> it has over 2,000 levels, so you never get bored playing and you can ch- challenge yourself with a fun and addicting brain game. That's right. So if you are scrolling mindlessly through social media, scroll mindlessly through, through a word collect app instead because it's super fun. It will actually challenge your brain and then you won't be able to be mindless. See, see what I did there? Just go to the Apple or Google store, search for Word Collect. It's totally free. Uh, Word Collect in the Apple or Google store, search for Word Collect, download it for free, get your brain going. Okay. Should we move on to Nicole and Chris, or do you want to do Gina and Clint? What's your next feeling? I would like to do uh, Gina and Clint. Okay. Well, Gina and Clint. (laughs) (laughs) Gina and Clint. Hey, they they laugh once in a while. And that I like. That's the that's the most positive thing I have to say. They do laugh, but it always seems that she's just sort of laughing to to (laughs) not look like she's never laughed on camera. I don't know. I just get the sense that she hates him and she's barely tolerating any of this, (laughs) but that someone has told her don't. Don't be just don't be super mean to him because it's we got to get through. We can't have another couple explode. We need four couples for decision day. Something because I she just always looks that to me that even when he talked to her about the miscarriage that the, the girl had. And that was very sweet. And then on after party, when she talked about how she had. It, it it made her really uh, warm towards him because her father wasn't really around. And so to hear a father that really wanted to be there and then wasn't able to be really gave her insight to him and made her hopeful about, I think, men in general in some ways. That was nice on After Party. Yeah, that was But nice. when, he, when he was telling her, I just felt, and maybe I'm just misreading everything now. Because, and so, please tell me if I am, because I felt like she just wanted to fall asleep. I felt like she was. I, I just feel that she doesn't care what he's telling her. That she's just over it. Or am I just yeah, over them? I no. I think. Well, I think it's a combo because I'm. I'm feeling over them, but I also feel like she. She doesn't seem like this sort of person to me. That's. She doesn't ever act overly interested in what someone else has to say, <laughs> you know, right. so even a, even as he's going on and sharing this kind of like, you know, deep moment that was hard for him in his life. I ju- she just kind of she just doesn't give a shit. And it could be and part of me doesn't know if that's because it's Clint or it could be, 
you know, her sister. I'm not, I don't know. She just doesn't seem to really, you know, she doesn't get really bright and she doesn't get really dark. She's just kind of there. Yeah, I feel, I I do get, by the way, I have, I'm to the point where I find it all entertaining when he, the uh, you can't talk to the guy without him giving a, it's, well, he's talking to his mom. Yeah, I understand. Okay. The business thing where her mom, his mom validated Gina having to be this dedicated in the beginning for a salon. I don't know if you caught that she's opening a salon, but, um, wait, a, I'm sorry. Hold on. I don't, I just don't want anybody to get confused. Like I might be right now. Are you saying she's open? She has a salon. She's it's she's opening a brick and mortar salon. Oh, the, the brick and mortar. Yeah. Kind. Holy shit. And listen, we poke fun. It's totally badass that she owns her own business. All the stuff. It really is. And is. I and I understand that it's going to take a lot of work. So I thought it was actually great. And she appreciated. She said on after party that his mom um kind of validated that in the first year in order to get it to a successful place and be able to start delegating and and open your life up a little bit more you do kind of have to live and breathe it maybe that means it's a bad time to get married at first sight is what i'm thinking yeah <laughs> it's reminding me of what you used to say it might be a bad time for them to get married at first sighted it was the was wrong time <laughs> Dr. Viviana, she never said married at first sight did, but in my head she did because yes, she was she, always, this is now they're, they're about to be married at first sighted and married at first sight. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she might've picked the wrong time. I will say, I feel like Clint did sort of actually like something clicked in his brain when his mom said that, because at first yep. when his mom's like, no, I have all this freedom. I'm you know, I can come and go. And then she's like, not in the beginning, though, you know, and I think that was good for him to hear. So I'm it was you know, and probably good for me to hear, too. So I'd shut the fuck up about <laughs> Gina talking about her salon. You know, it was probably helpful for a lot of us to hear Clint's mom. I think it's a fun joke for everyone at this point. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, again, I'm endeared to Clint at this point. I want to have a beer with him. I don't, I definitely don't want to marry him because it would be exhausting for someone to always, there's always an analogy. Well, the runway shortening and we only got so much time to land the plane, you know? And I just, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> oh. so in Gina's defense, I could see if that's not her personality at all, I could see sometimes she's like, Oh God, with the, we got another, he said another thing about a thing. And he made it into well, a said, thing. He made a joke at the salon, right? The, the the somebody, and then one of the somebody used the, and I, you know, I have a heart. Somebody said, "Oh, he's said that maybe she was asked him he if, she was, if he was messy, yeah. yeah." And and he said, "No, he's clean." And then she said, "Oh, because oftentimes jokesters with butt humor are messy and dirty." And I don't like the term butt humor. <laughs> I don't either. I don't think I didn't like that. That lady said, butt humor, I didn't like that. That his go-to joke was the bidet and the salon. Of course it was. Of course it was. And that's fine. I thought at first I kind of had to rewatch that scene because at first I thought, Oh, look at him. He's already proven that he can hang with the girls. Gina's talked about that before, right? Like he was, I think it's something they did. He was the only guy or something. But um, yeah, they're housewarming. Right, right. 
But it, so at first I thought, oh, look at these girls endeared by him. And then I kind of rewound it and watched it a little bit back. And I thought, oh, no, they're doing the same thing Gina does, just getting through it. And they don't like oh, his jokes. God. I think you might be right, Sarah. I, <laughs> I, It's probably also, it's probably, we wouldn't know, but it's like, say you're filming a reality show, you got these cameras around you. Of course, you're going to keep sort of a half smile on while somebody's, you know, turning your brain off with their words. <laughs> you're just kind of, ah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably what they're all doing. I will say. However, I think he uh, I wouldn't mind going out and hanging out on the dang because I think that was a little bit of a did that feel like a little game changer for you, for them? I think that oh, was the no. first time. No, I thought she wanted no? him to, to drown. I thought she wanted to push him off or jump off herself. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I thought she thought it was kind of hot, like not hot. I don't think she'll ever think Clint's hot, but I think for the first time she actually was like, oh, he knows what he's saying and he's not, you know, what he's doing and he's not saying pull my finger and this is kind of neat. Well, I might be first wrong. of all, I, just, just yeah. hold on. I'm going right. to, and on the hot topic, I don't know if you caught when the girls at the salon said, um, are you messy? And Gina goes, why is it? Because he looks really granola. <laughs> Oh, I did miss that. Oh, you did? Yeah. She said it kind of under her breath. And she goes, oh, because he looks like kind of pretty granola. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, God, God, she loves him. You're right. And then on the on that, he started off the sailing thing, which it's hard to me. It's hard to hard to hate that beautiful water and the day out and all the things. She did rate it a nine out of 10 because they obviously asked her to rate it. And she said only because they didn't have wind. So she seemed when she talked about it after. So maybe I I, I think I might, I might just be wrong about all of it. I don't know. But even at the beginning when they got on, he goes, that's called a boom. Do you know why? And, and he goes, cause that's the sound it makes. And then like, she kind of finished his joke. She goes, when it hits your head. And then he, <laughs> and then he just kind of looked down basically thought like, as defeated. if, oh, yeah, another joke that didn't land for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that just set the tone for me for the rest of the boat trip that I thought she. Yeah. But well, she I could was, be she, misreading it. I don't know. I well, hey, what what was it earlier? I was wrong about somebody. I was I was thinking that Kirsten was really in, or I don't know. I don't even know. Again, I can't remember. We're I, both I, wrong I, all the time. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, this isn't I, sup- for, this isn't supposed to be right. a fact check. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, and I mean, I I'm not a character witness for anybody. Let's get that straight. But I, in watching this, I felt, or maybe you know what, this could be about me. I felt better about Clint. I could, was thinking I would like to go out on on the dang if he renames it. And I, it looked like a lot of fun and I felt, no, I felt like she sort of got into it. She was really going along and taking the, you know, direction. I mean, if it were me, I'd be like, just fucking sail your boat. I'm going to sit here. Okay. Let me know when we can dip our toes, you know? Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. She was. So I, I think I got so stuck on her hating his joke when they got on board that maybe I judged it from the rest of that because they also did. They talked. Oh, this was during the conversation about the 
when he talked about the miscarriage and she talked about things that bring her joy. And then he said, I'm a member of the 3F club and friends, family. And then of course the long pause, dun, 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 and food. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She just seemed checked out during, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I, I, they're not. There's zero percent chance. I'm going to say that they stay together. There is a zero percent chance. The it's the plane has already landed and it skidded <laughs> off the runway and it hit a building and exploded because this is not <laughs> happening. Okay, I agree. However, the professional bull riding. They were having a nice time and it could have been because of all the drinks they probably had to get through that evening. Did you catch the song there? Country kissing, hillbilly hugging, hotter than a skillet on top of mama's oven. That one? (laughs) Oh my God. I literally, Sarah, (laughs) thank you for being you. I knew you would. All I know is I actually, that was like, Country kissing, con country kissing, country kissing, <laughs> hillbilly hugging. It went up high at the end. And I did it Hotter to than Mark. a griddle on top of mama's oven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hillbilly hugging. Yeah. Oh, I have never been so excited to talk to you as when I heard that song. First of all, I don't know what hillbilly hugging is, but I think I've done it. And <laughs> um, I think I think feels, five out of nice. six times you end up pregnant. <laughs> oh, oh boy. I feel like I feel like Clint probably picked that song out. He probably helped him pick it oh, out. No. Uh, In those they had those Mick Ultra tall boys, those big cans of Mick Ultra. It looked like a really nice time. It did. I I felt that I didn't think she looked like she was having as much fun as you seem to think she was having. Um, but I do think I'm just, I think I'm just picking up on sort of her overall vibe towards him that she's just getting through it. Even when at the end she goes, yeah, let's go to Broadway. Yay. And I mean, I you're really having a good personality, time. though. I think that she's just, she literally is just, at a a, a mid level, I, I don't know because I've have okay. you ever seen her when she's actually excited or engaged? Um, I think when she talks to the girls, she seems to have a little more you think pep in her step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just again I think that he is just not her cup of tea, and yeah. that's okay. I am. We make fun of. The, the nonsense that goes on in these shows, we have not liked the way they've spoken about each other, all those things, but it is okay that their personalities don't, don't just mesh just because he always has to make a, an analogy and, and say things like I've been sailing since I was a fetus and whatever. Mm. I, there's nothing, someone's going to guffaw at that, you know? Yeah. So that's yeah. who he needs because she's never going to like it. She's going to, She's going to end up being, if they tried even to stick it out, I could just pe- picture them at, I don't know, a dinner with friends in two months and her just being like, cut it with the fucking jokes, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I could just see her f- lose it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> On that note, Nicole and Chris. Mm. 
I'll tell you what, I know I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, but the, the couple's massage, mm. the, the, the amount of questions, first of all, I don't like anyone to talk to me that much when I'm getting a massage, like quiet time. Cause I mm-hmm. usually fall asleep, but the, they, I just made me so uncomfortable that they kept asking. So do you guys touch each other? Do you guys like massages? What is, what is marriage hard? And they're like, while they're rubbing <laughs> on him. And I just, I was like the beginning of, um, a massage oh, porn scene like and there's specifically ma- massage porn that I've, I've heard about on you porn, but um, yeah. I've never seen it for myself, obviously. Obviously. But, you know, I've heard it's there. <laughs> sure. It's a category. So that's what I felt like I was watching <laughs> for just a second. I, I, uh, I cannot handle the talky talk all the way through a massage that whole and they were talking too i mean you know and maybe the maybe production had the massage therapists or the whatever you know ask questions or stuff but then when nicole yeah i mean in that i guess in their defense they can't have we can't just watch three full minutes of non of of quiet time getting people getting massage although i would yeah that's how i watch massage porn well i would (laughs) I was going to say, I'd probably take a, they could tack on an hour of that. I'd be the most engaged the entire episode, but they just, I get, they were just so serious. And I, and, and I, I don't know how much of it is prompted from production and how much is just them saying what they think they should say in front of the cameras and how much is what they really think. Nicole was like, said something at one point I was tuning in and out. She's talking about making sure she just wants to make sure he's all his needs are getting met. You know, and that he wants her just to be able to be herself and and say what she's thinking. And we're like, just shut up. Just live your lives. Oh, and they've had that conversation 27 times already. Yes. I don't want I want to make sure you speak up. I want to make sure I don't run over you. I am speaking up. We'll speak up more. Well, when I speak up, it's because I'm speaking up because and when I oh. say it's fine, it's because it's fine. OK, I just want to make they it's it's so much. Um, so much. It's it's making it's, me almost claw my own neck right now. I it's, know it yeah. does. It's and then when he said when he told the masseuse that touch is one of their love languages, I was like, oh, I almost I was I felt like dry heaving. Can you imagine they've known each other for a number of days? Like yes, person who doesn't know us, uh, touch is one of our love languages. I'd be like, yeah, touch is one of my love languages, and then I would go jerk off in the other room. I don't silence she, is my love language is what yes, I would have shot silence. right back. <laughs> that yeah, that's actually a lot better. Because oh. I I think that and listen, we're big proponents of people going to therapy. There is no this isn't me making fun of people who go to therapy. I've been, it's all good for you. But it just felt that he dropped like 30 therapy words. My last ex that I went to a massage with was a toxic relationship Mm. and touches our love language. And I just, it feels like you're in a therapy session instead of two people just like being real with each other. But that is how they are though. So I I mean, listen, nobody is better matched than these two. They're going right. to have yeah. to pry one of the uh, one of the other out of their cold dead hands cuz they're not going oh, anywhere. It is absolutely a potential ending. I like that she picked a date night to go and drink absinthe though cuz I thought let if we could cut down on the talking this might be one way. You know, <laughs> let's let's debilitate their the use of their tongues. 
Um, have you ever had absinthe, by the way? I have not. Me neither. So we can move on. I was just curious. <laughs> I'm afraid. But I, I know. Well, it was so confused. The place was complicated. It's the sugars and taps and absinthe. It's, yeah. yeah. No, thanks. Well, you thought that was going to make them just loosen up and have some fun. But then what happens? They She brings up love, asks him how he feels about it, says that one, the person who feels that way should say it first, but then said to camera, but I do feel like it should be him, which is completely the antithesis of what you just said. I mean, can you imagine thinking it makes sense to talk, just to have a quick uh you know, powwow with your partner about when we're going to say I love you. I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. This makes getting married at first sight look sane compared to the conversations that these people have in the days after. I know. And you could tell he's I don't want to feel pressure. I want to say it when I say it. And I want it to be real. And he said, I just want it to be natural. He said something. He goes, I don't want to put a timeline if it's three months, if 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 it's four months and the look on her face, like if mm. I got to wait three months for him to say this, I, she just, and I understand she has expressed, she has been very candid that she has a lot of insecurities and that she understands those aren't someone else's responsibility. She's very forthcoming about that, talks about it. Um, but I think the problem, the only potential problem I see with them is that her sort of second guessing and waiting for him to say the things when he's going to say them and that is going to end up being a problem for them. Right. Yes. It's, it's one thing to be aware of your insecurities and, and be self-aware and know that those are things that can affect a relationship. But I, I think she's better at talking about them and explaining them and being aware of them than actually behaving in a way that is different than having those insecurities. You know, I mean, it's one that it's like, cause I think, and I can relate to that a little bit. Cause I think I'm like that. I think I can be like, I'm super self-aware and I'll be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Am I whatever, but I continue doing the behavior that I'm aware of and able to speak about, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a good thing to be able to speak about it and get the, then the person knows, okay, when she's doing this, this is the insecurity thing. But I think at some point it's hard not to question, am I not doing enough to make her feel good? Am I, and then he starts to feel insecure and it's just a bad cycle. Now, that being said, when he brought up to her the comment that he made, um, about how she was thicker than he usually likes, but quote unquote, not in a bad way. And he had said it on, I guess, wedding day, right? When they interviewed him and, yeah. and, and he obviously got concerned, oh, that's going to air at some point, And I don't want her to see that comment. I'm going to tell her about it, which I guess is why she handled it so much differently than how she dis- despised Clint for what he said. Um, and also, I mean, this is her husband, so I guess she has to find a way to you know, have a yeah. conversation about it. But she handled that as far as her insecurity because she's said she has body image issues. I mean, she compared herself to social media, which as Keisha said, is never a great thing to do. Um, uh, and I know that happens a lot. I mean, how can we not? It, it, it's, I don't want any of us to, but I know that people do and it's pr- and really tough on, on some people too. Um, but she handled that well in the sense of she didn't, 
She just said, hey, when you talk about me, talk about me this way. And when I say that word, it's different when it comes from me. And I thought that she really, I mean, I was impressed with how she handled it because I, if it, the way she was, she made Clint apologize and said that she's barely welcoming him back into the group and she'd only know him three days. So I, I don't, I was glad to see that the conversation for them. And obviously again, it's because he came to her with it and it's different um, in some ways. So I don't know. What do you have? I, I, (laughs) I no, I, I thought she handled it really well. I thought in the best, the thing that was actually, I feel like I learned something was when she said, you know, listen, the word thick, you know, I can say that. And she basically gave him direction moving forward. You know, don't do that or use this word or use this, say, you know, athletic, sexy, if you're going to describe me, you know, whatever. Um, And then there is a little part of me that wonders, I mean, did he, is, does he know his, his wife enough already to know that I'm going to have to say this to her uh, before she sees this. Yeah. I think think probably based on what happened on the honeymoon with Clint, I think he probably was like, right. I kind of said something similar and um, she's going to see that. And if I don't tell her first, it's going to go badly. And I think that was uh, brave, not brave, please. But I think that was smart of him. um, I do too. To bring it up and to get in front of that. And I think that's a very, as much as we're making fun of them over talking, that's at least getting in front of something that you know is going to be a problem to me is a really big deal in a relationship. So I I thought that was well handled overall. Me too. I mean, I honestly have a lot more to say, but I wonder if we shouldn't just mosey, Sarah. Uh, Yeah, I think, yes. Oh yeah, look at the time. Okay, we have kept you guys here uh, as we do like hostages listening to us talk about Meredith in a cave because we're hostages (laughs) and um, we're going to go over to Patreon and I do have some more thoughts. We'll keep talking about it. We covered all the, all the bases here. So we'll go talk more in depth Um, on Patreon, $7 a month. You get bonus Married at First Sight content on Thursdays, as well as Sunday episodes of just some really fun. We had a, I mean, last Sundays was hashtag LOL. So if you guys, it's the beginning of the month. If you want to join now, just to check it out, you get, you get access to everything. We had, there was a kissing device and we have, we put pictures up of it that we decided that Kirsten and Chuck (laughs) need to get. And that really made us laugh. But anyway, um, Uh, it, it's they're fun episodes. They're not married at first sight related. We just happen to <laughs> refer to that during it because of the kissing thing. Anyway, whew, see, I can talk forever. Join oh. us over there. Love you, Mary. And if Love you don't you, join Sarah. us on Patreon, see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?